Hello everyone, welcome to the Average Football Pod. This today, oh, this evening, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, whenever you're listening to this pod, I hope you're having a lovely week so far. So we've got um, wonderful Premier League fixtures this week. This is the first time this season where the top six do not play each other in a game. So this could be a very, very interesting weekend for the Premier League title, potentially, because there could be some slip-ups against lesser teams on the top six. Um, I will apologise now for the audio quality. I'm currently recording this on my phone using my headphones as my uh, recording device. So I do apologise for the um, poor quality that you're hearing um, as I'm able to get to my laptop and microphone today for this uh, pod. So it's the only time I can do it as it is now almost 10 o'clock in the morning and I don't usually record these till one so apologies again for the poor quality um so we've got games to talk about this week really we've got lots of games to talk about um right let's talk about them shall we so tonight you have first game you've got Brentford versus Watford um that's the first game tonight um and then tomorrow you have got Man City versus Wolves at 12 30 and then Arsenal versus Southampton, uh, Liverpool versus Villa, and Norwich versus Manchester United. And that rounds off tomorrow's fixtures. On Sunday, we have got Leicester versus Newcastle. Um, we've got Palace versus Everton. And a Burnley player team, which I haven't got down on my list. Uh, Burnley are away. And I'm getting the list up because I've just copied and pasted the list and it didn't copy it over. So that doesn't help matters. I'm doing, uh, there we go. Burnley play West Ham. They were supposed to be Brighton versus Spurs, but that's been called off due to COVID. And there's been an outbreak of COVID in the Spurs camp. Um, so, um, so like I say, this is the first time top six don't face each other this week. So they're all playing teams um, in around mid-table and bottom of the league, or near the bottom of the league. So there could be some slip-ups potentially for a few teams. Um, we're going to talk about them later on. So the first game we're going to talk about is uh, Brentford versus Watford, because we might as well start off where the weekend will start in the Premier League. Um, fascinating game between these two. Um, this is sort of a relegation battle fight tight match I think Um, because I have said in previous pods that I feel Brentford are not getting wins and they need wins to progress Um, like last week for example having to having conceded in the last minute to Leeds with a Patrick Bamford goal that's only going to be something they potentially might look back on at the end of the season going oh if only we've got three points here or three points here or a draw here Um, you know it's great that they've got you know results against Liverpool and Arsenal and teams like that, that's fantastic and it's good for them. But it's not where where they can keep keep safe, really. They need to um, make sure they get wins in the round teams against them. And Watford in the same position as well. You know, great that Watford beat Man United a few weeks back, but they looked awful against Man City last weekend. Um, Grealish should have had a hat-trick in the first 20 minutes. I think Man City were just toying with them, really. Um, they, they scored four, but... Man City could have scored a lot more. Um, defensively, Watford just looked a little bit suspect against the top teams. Um, and they missed Saar. Um, Dennis is scoring goals, which is great for him. But they just need to score goals elsewhere in that side as well. Um, I think they missed Foster as well. Um, he literally hurt himself in a five-a-side game. So he hurt his hip. So um, it's... 
it's not looking great for Watford and they do need wins and they do need points and this game tonight should be really good atmosphere so the Brentford fans will be up for this because they know it's a team that it's a relegation battle team so they will really go for it you hope so we'll have to wait and see what this will will bring but I think it'll provide I don't think it'll provide a lot of goals but there could be a lot of entertainment in this game so definitely one to watch tonight if you can uh, right, we'll talk about tomorrow's game. So first up on my list, we're going to talk about City versus Wolves. Now, this is a good game to watch on um, BT Sport if you're in the UK. This is going to be a really good game because both teams are really attacking. I can't imagine Wolves are going to sit back and let Man City come out. And I think Wolves will go after them. And Man City don't like that. So when teams go after Man City, they, they struggle a little bit because they're so used to dominating possession, so used to... Um, having teams sit back, to have a team to, that will go after them might cause Man City some problems. And I do think this could be a game where Man City um, might regret maybe just not being being a bit more cautious, potentially. Um, the problem with Wolves are that Wolves struggle to score goals. Um, as I said in the fantasy football pod uh, the other day, um, in terms of point scorers, in terms of fantasy football, it's been defensive to being Jose Sarr and, a couple, and two of the defenders. Um, the strikers are not performing and they're not doing what they need to do by putting the ball in the back in there. Yes, Jimenez has scored a couple of goals and so has Hawan, but they're not really doing much else. And they need to get goals. And maybe Jimenez is just still trying to come back to speed after his injury. Um, there are many mitigating factors of why Wolves are not scoring goals, but that's where is their problem like most teams are though most teams struggle to score goals um and they just need to address it and trying to get a goal score is expensive so um it's a tricky one it's someone like Callum Wilson would be great for these teams absolutely fantastic it's incredible that he didn't go to these teams a few years ago because you think what Callum Wilson's doing for Newcastle put him in the side that is attacking and and creates chances he would be probably in England, he would be in the England sky the week, week um, every time it comes around and be knocking the door to start. And you're looking at maybe a 20 to 25 goal per season guy there. But it, it, it is going to be interesting to see where, what Man City do in terms of team lineup because all these teams have got to play midweek as well. So will there be rotation for City? I know Pep was really unhappy about how they lost to Leipzig midweek. Um, so there will be a, a change of team you would think in this game um that also it's Kyle Walker won't play this game it'll be a punishment for getting sent off against Leipzig I can't imagine him playing um so definitely it's going to be a a, a really interesting team lineup he'll put up against Wolves uh, Bernardo Silva has to play because he's basically Man City's best player at the moment and I said he's trying that form that he found a couple of years ago where he was, I think, he player. He, I'm knocking the door to player of the year, or he was player of the year, and he's now found that form again. So that's what he needs, and that's what Man City needs, because De Bruyne, Foden have been in and out of the side with injury. Um, Grealish is sort of just trying to still get used to how Man City play. So there's definitely green shoots there for City, but we just, I think it's just one. Then we're just going to have to wait and see how that goes. Okay, other games on sun, on Saturday. We're going to talk about Arsenal versus Southampton. Both teams are in really bad form at the moment. So Arsenal will come into this game strangely as favourites because of where Arsenal are in the, in the table. Um, 
Arsenal need a bounce back because um, they've not had a few. They haven't had. They haven't won in. They've won in one in four, I think I heard. So they're struggling for form a little bit. Um, they were second best against Everton, really. Everton really deserved to win. You know, having three goals, two goals chalked off for offside shows how well Everton were playing. And that was an Everton side that had one in eight. So, if not more. So, Arsenal just need to find that form again. Um, that did them so well earlier in the season. Not first week, few weeks of the season. I think a lot of people talk about that too much. They lost three games in a row and they sort of bounced back after that. So, it's amazing how three games in a row for Arsenal losing that is a bad bad start when they've had a good start really to the season and you look where they are in the league at the moment I think they're fifth or sixth so they're not doing too badly at this moment in time they just need to pick up some form again and find that winning momentum and Southampton's almost the great is the best team to play against because they are very average at the moment Southampton could be one of them teams where you look over their shoulder and they're going hmm, well Burnley are picking up some run picking up some results um Newcastle are going to buy in January because they've got the money. And do you think Southampton, you go, well, I, I, I don't think you're going to buy buy much in January. And if you do, they'd be young players that are not going to hit the road hit the road running, really. So you sort of do worry about Southampton a little bit because I don't believe there are not, uh, more better players in that side than, any, than or a better team anyway than them. Norwich are... Norwich is starting to bounce back a little bit, so there's definitely some interest coming into these games. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens. But definitely worth a little watch on on Saturday if you can see any of the highlights or on YouTube whenever it will they'll be out. So keep an eye on that. It will be an interesting game. I think it'll be a two one match, I think, possibly. Or a two nil. I don't see Southampton scoring, if I'm gonna be honest. But um I definitely see Arsenal scoring and keeping maybe a clean sheet in this game. Um, well then we've got to talk about Liverpool versus Villa. So this is a game that's um, a little bit for the purists at heart, this is, because you've got Liverpool who are playing fantastic well, scoring goals for fun, um, scoring average two goals a game, even though they only scored once against Wolves. But it's, you know, Wolves have done something that most teams haven't. It's only conceded one. You know, they put, they put a reserve side out against Milan and still won. So... It just shows where Liverpool are in terms of confidence and ability at the moment. Um, in terms of Liv- uh, Villa, it's Stephen Gerrard's return. So Stephen Gerrard's returned to, Ger- um, to Liverpool for the first time since he left there to go to LA. So this will be a lovely emotional return for him. All the cameras will be panned on him as well and Klopp. It'll be interesting to read um, their relationships between the game between the two uh, during the match, if there's any arguing, if there's any if there's any hot points in the match, if there's any sort of bad challenges or anything like that, I'm, it'll be an interesting um, watch, I feel, this one. Um, I'm surprised it's not telly, because this is a game that you think on telly this would be on, because there's always a narrative, and the narrative is Gerrard coming back to Liverpool, and... and this is tailor made for TV, so surprising this is not on TV this week. Um, but there we go. It's it's going to be a really good game. Liverpool um, are playing really well. Salah's incredible. Mane's playing well. Jota's playing well. So the top three are doing good. Um, Villa are picking up some nice wins as well, looking a bit more stable. Uh, yes, they lost to Man City, but they've won three of the last four. So you definitely think with Villa 
things are looking on the up. And this could be a tricky game for Liverpool. This could be a game where Liverpool really do could possibly slip up potentially because again Villa will go after him they're not going to hut sit back I don't think so um, definitely going to be an interesting game and I think there could be goals in this one Um, so keep an eye on it if you can then we're going to go to Norwich Norwich vs Man United it's uh, Ralph Ragnick's third match in charge of Man United Um, they played well against Palace they put a completely young reserve side out to against young boys. So the team that plays against Norwich will be refreshed and ready to go and tr- hopefully chomping at the bit. There's also good news for United that they've got in, there's injuries coming back, Varane's coming back, Cavani's back in training, uh, Luke Shaw played 16 minutes. So that's always a positive for United coming into the winter period where there's lots of games coming in and rotation will be crucial. Um, Jesse Lingard's also got a point to prove at the moment as well because technically he's on he hasn't signed a new contract he's uh, allegedly rejected a new contract at United so he's also wanting to show teams and suitors that to have him because West Ham would be knocking on the door definitely but so will other teams in that area so likes of Leicester and potentially Newcastle all these teams will be knocking on the door for Lingard's signature so it'll be really um It'd be, it'd be, and also United playing on Tuesday night, I think they're playing. So there will be a rotation of sides in the next couple of weeks. Um, and also in terms of what uh, Ragnick wants in terms of um, how he wants his team to play. High pressing, a lot of fitness. So um, I think he'll re- rotate the sides over the next couple of weeks. So we'll see. I don't think you're going to see a consistent side over the next few weeks with um, his side. But definitely your likes of Ronaldo, Rashford. Um, possibly Greenwood might start, Sancho, Fernandez, all the big guns will be out there for Norwich um, this weekend, which is slightly annoying because I was supposed to be at the game this week, but um, due to factors beyond my control, I'm I'm unable to go. So as I am on a course in London, so I can't go this weekend. So that's really slightly annoying because that would have been a really good game to see. Norwich, on the other hand, um, they would be, they're looking all right at the moment. They're looking like they're getting some solidity now as a team. And that's all that matters for them. It's the last thing they want to do is expose themselves and concede goals. So to have them to be a bit more confident is a good thing. So very fascinating to see where that leads them into um, this game. But I think with this game, it's almost like a bonus if they can come away with not having a heavy goal difference against them. So, um, yeah, I'm not expecting a lot from this game, but expect Man United to maybe win 3-4-0, potentially. Um, as much as my mate will hate hearing me say that, but that's probably going to be the case. So, it'll be a good game to watch on TV. Definitely have a little watch at that. If you want to see Ronaldo maybe score his first hat-trick for United, possibly might happen. Then we'll move on to Sunday games. Sunday games, you've got Leicester versus Newcastle. Leicester... Um, will be so annoyed that they lost to Napoli last night. Um, I watched the game and they were they were awful defensively. So um, Bertrand didn't have his best game, um, and also uh, Sunucu and Evans didn't have a fantastic game either. Um, they've been hit by COVID as well with Leicester, so they're sort of running on fumes a little bit. Um, and Newcastle got their first win last week, so this could be Newcastle's game where they go, oh, we, we could get a result here and they could just build a little momentum after winning against Burnley last week. Um, 
yeah, Leicester will want to bounce back from being knocked out of the Europa League and going into the Conference League, which Brendan Rodgers knows nothing about. He said that he knows nothing about the competition. Um, but it's a competition that Leicester could win. It, with Leicester, it's, it's all about winning trophies. They win the FA Cup last year. Win the Conference League. That's another trophy they've won. It's another final they've had to go to. It's a European trophy at the end of the day. It's It all matters by the end of the season. If you can have a trophy at the end of the year, that's what Leicester will gain for. Because I think Leicester really are... They, I think Leicester will need to buy in the summer, in January. Because they just look like they need fresh ideas and fresh impetus into that side now. Um, especially defensively. They're just looking a little bit suspect at the back. So maybe Brendan Rodgers needs to change it up a little bit defensively. And hopefully Fafana will be back soon for them. Uh, but I, I wouldn't think he'll be back until middle of next year potentially Easter time with his leg broke as that he had at pre-season um, and everyone else has just not been up to the quality really um, so they are missing out on some players um, but they just need to replace on a loan deal or anything like that unless they need to get back up to winning rays and back into the table up to the European places which they want to get into they're not far off the off them anyway, but just have to wait and see how it goes. Newcastle, on the other hand, like I say, got a good win last week against Burnley. Played played well, got them won their win. All that matters is got a clean sheet. They didn't concede. The Sports Direct signs have been finally put and taken down. Newcastle look like they're in a good place. They just need to get more wins. And did say a couple of weeks ago, a couple of wins will help them maybe entice better players to come to them. For the relegation battle that they're going to be in, I think Newcastle probably finish mid-table by the end of the season. But they're definitely up. They're definitely got to be very careful and very wary of what's going on around them as well. Last game, what we're going to talk about in the Premier League this weekend is Palace versus Everton on Sunday at 4:30. Um, this is a game, mid-table game. Um, could be goals in this. Could be controversial moments. Uh, I don't think there'll be a massive talk you know, analyst, analytic talk afterwards about, you know, where's Palace, where's Everton. Uh, Everton got a great win against Arsenal on Monday night. That will just give them lots of confidence going into this game. Palace didn't play well against Man United. They want to sort of bounce back from that game, back performance generally, because in a way, Man United, new manager, new ideas, they're for the taking. And they just didn't do anything, didn't create enough. Jornay had a chance, but didn't take it. Um, and that was it, really. You look at the highlights of that game. Palace didn't really create anything apart from one chance. And Man United had a few more chance, had a lot more chances, and maybe one they were a bit flattering for Man United, uh, for Palace, really. Sorry, um, they could have maybe scored a few more, but they just didn't on that day. But um, Palace will want to get back into winning ways. Everton will want to make sure they can keep that momentum going after beating Arsenal and having a really bad run of results recently if they can get a few wins under their belt then it just brings that little bit more positivity to Everton generally uh, to Benitez and also with players coming back from injury that's what they need um, they definitely need that going into this game so very um, it could be a very good game could be a very end-to-end game um, but we'll just have to wait and see if, if you're not doing anything I'm not exactly going to shout you have to see this game on on um, Sunday night, unfortunately. So there might be some better games during the week, which we'll talk about later. Talk about next week. So what games around Europe to talk about? There's only three really to have a look at this week. Um, you've got Athletic, you've got Real Madrid versus Atletico. That's the main event, main attraction this week. Um, 
Atletico somehow qualified in the Champions League after finishing after being bottom by the start of the day. So who knew who knew that was going to happen? So well done to them. Um, off a weird game, lots sending off, a lot of Atletico aggro, I would say. So the dark arts are at that's best there. Um, Real Madrid have got a a bit of a lead now, as I said the other day. So in the La Liga, and if there really is meant to be a title run or title race this year, Atletico need to beat Real Madrid. It's looking Benzema might not be fit for this game as well, which is a little bit of boost for Atletico. Griezmann's starting to come in some form for Atletico. You find them settling into the side again. So it's got drawing all over it, <laughs> drawing a couple of sendings off in this, I think. Um, but it's definitely worth a watch if you can watch it. Um, I know it's a bit hard for the UK listeners to watch it because of um, you having to pay for La Liga TV and not many people have that. So um, it is a little bit of a hard, hard one to watch for. UK listeners, but anyone else around the world, by all means, you should be watching it. It's going to be a fantastic atmosphere, fantastic. Um, you know, it's always a bit spicy that game, so definitely watch it. Also in Spain, you've got Real Betis against Real Sociedad, so this is, um, I think it's second, third against fourth. So um, Sociedad got a good win mid um, in Europa League, as I saw. Um, Real Betis as well. Um, it's it's a good game. It's a good game to watch. Um, both teams playing really well. Both teams on good form. So, Sociedad's dropped off a little bit in terms of league, but then, you know, getting a win against Betis might just, we'll put them back up into third. So, um, definitely worth a little watch. Um, Barcelona, um, I'll talk about them briefly. Um, I think they've got Grenada this week. So, um, uh, yeah, this, yeah, they're really struggling at the moment and, uh, hearing Andy Brassel talk on Football Ramble and on the continent that he doesn't believe that they'll be in the Champions League for the next two, three years now. So their best bet now for Champions League foot, football is to win the Europa League. So um, we'll see how that goes with them. And then last game to look out for this weekend is in France. It's the slightly big one in a way. It's not the, the classic between Paris and Germain and Mar- and Marseille, it's and um, it's PSG versus Monaco. So PSG are just sort of up and down in form. God, they've got such a lead in in Liga and that you know a little dip in form, a little you know draw last week. It's not really going to affect them too badly. So and um, they've got a good win um, at the weekend, midweek in the Champions League, cemented their second place um, in in the league. In the Champions League, um, so yeah, they should be favourites to win this game, especially at home. Monaco um, played well in Europa League, getting that European football, which is important for them. They're just not really in any form, and, or they've just been up and down in form and not really been consistent enough. So um, definitely, you think Paris, Paris will win, um, but definitely keep an eye on this. All right. So that's the end of the pod. So hope you had a good time. Hope you all enjoyed it. And I'll speak to you all next week. I'll speak to you on Tuesday with a new one coming up, review and preview of the weekend. So I'll see you soon. Bye.